Hello guys, my name is Crystal Marie and welcome, welcome, welcome to Our Path in Mind with Real World Talk. Today I have again coming at you with another interesting topic um, and that's simply going to be the topic of um, porn use within your relationships and the impact, especially when addictions and stuff like that uh, is involved, right? Um, I am broaching this topic because I keep talking to countless couples and people that we counsel, plus um, just friends and family and people that we know personally, Ty and I, um, she's on the podcast, but we've dealt with people that have been impacted by this. And in my relationship, my previous relationship, I too was impacted by this as well. Okay, so I feel like porn addiction or porn use is something that should be taught to children from a young, young age. Just like, you know, video gaming addictions or things like that. This is something that needs to be addressed. It should be addressed um, in the schools, just like it's, you know, like just like you would address drugs. Um, it should be addressed in the churches. Um, this needs to be taught because so many of our young people do not have, are not equipped to deal with an addiction like this. And it causes untold damage and havoc within their lives and their relationships. And then even the lives of their parents who have yet to address these things. There are many prominent people, um, who have great relationships well, seemingly great relationships, but are given to the addictions and temptations that come with pornography. So the thing about it is, is that I used to be of the mind, like, you know, it's not that serious. It's just, you know, it's just another little outlet for people. Um, and, but now my stance and my views have 100% completely changed on that. Um, and the reason being is because I noticed that when people are given to porn, it's like a slippery slope, especially for certain individuals who have addictive personality types. Right. Um, and so I can personally attest that my relationship was ruined in part due to, um, my ex being given to pornography and images that were far more tempting than I could ever be, right? Okay, so that is the number one issue with pornography is that the more that it is used, it can become a substitute for an actual relationship. And if you think about it, like from this perspective, like my ex was gone a lot, right? He's military. He was military. He was gone an incredible amount of time all the time. And so maybe this was his outlet in maybe other things too, who knows? But the point is, this was certainly one of his vices. And I even remember one time having the conversation with him like, you know, you, this is not something that is good for you. And he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Cheat on you? So in his mind, he felt that by looking at these images, he was being faithful. But here's the issue, guys. Um, Unfortunately, even if he thought he was being faithful, it is not being faithful. And the reason being is because 
when he gave himself to those images, he now no longer needed to have sex with me, right? He no longer needed me. I could not fill that role anymore. And that therein lies the problem with porn. Because what happens is the guys um, get very high dopamine rush when they watch the images, right? And like the more they watch these images, these stimulating images, they need more and more and more and more. Eventually though, the high that they can get from these images um, far exceeds the high that they will get if they have sex with an actual real person. And therein lies the sin. You are doing something so much to excess that you now cannot pour into your spouse because now you've made yourself in essence impotent and given to the image only, which then now has caused issue in your marriage and your relationships but you are not, you know, you're not cognizant. You're still of the mindset, what is the big deal? And that is what happens to a lot of young men and guys. They might realize they have a bit of a problem, but in their in their mind, they minimize it to the point of like, oh, it's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. But then only to discover that at the end of it, they lose their relationships they develop impotence. I had a friend whose husband, he was just, he was having trouble getting it up um, because he was, again, giving himself to internet forums, um, you know, things that he ought not online. Again, stupid images, these images that us real life women cannot compete with. I, if I create an image like that, like say if I decided to create a porn film, right? A regular woman's not going to be able to compete with that because why? I can do everything, all the stops. I could do, I could, I could cover up all my imperfections. I could use a filter while I was having sex. I could literally like do the, um, I could get them to film specific angles where it's just so like arousing and heightened to where like if a regular guy was having sex with me in real life, it wouldn't even compare to what I could actually film and create. Um, it's a whole different ball game. I, like that's the thing that I wish that people would understand. The guys or anyone who has given is given to addictions like this. Like it's an image. It's a fantasy. It is not reality. You do not want to ruin your blessed reality. If you have a beautiful wife, you have a beautiful girlfriend, whatever. Like if you have a good relationship, why would you want her to destroy that for a stupid? stupid image it just is devastating and it is sad in every way of the words in every regard that you know people would be so addicted that they can't see the error of their ways right so anyways that's one of the things like that I do my coaching on you guys can always reach out to us on our path in mind on Facebook if you want coaching personal coaching um, that's a group. Join the group first. See what we have to offer. And then if you find the messages and things that we have a benefit, definitely you should get one-on-one -on -one coaching with us. If this is like a problem that you're struggling with in your relationship, in your marriage, and you need coaching on it um, or guidance and how to, you know, how to turn your relationship around and start having the results that you wanted, 
I wasn't able to save my marriage, but that is only because it's not because I didn't have a willingness or it couldn't be done. It was because it takes two parties to want to heal a relationship, right? But um, what, what I can do is help whichever party it is. I can help the couples or I can help the individuals be able to get out of this mess that they've created um, by choosing a person who's given to these addictions, if that's what it comes to. But the point is, is that I help people recover their relationships after addictions. So anyways, um, like I was saying that the impact of pornography is always the same. The person who is on the receiving end of it ends up feeling incredibly neglected, ends up feeling like, why am I not good enough? What am I doing wrong? It caused me to question myself, my beauty, my sanity. It, um, it made me gain weight. I was always in a stressed state. It made it to where my spouse was never satisfied with me. He always compared me to the images right on the screen. Like, and of course I can't compete with that. Um, and then it just, it made it to where eventually he had no more respect for me because why now that's an extreme case. Not all guys go to that level or to that, you know, length. But I'm mentioning, I'm mentioning myself as an example, because I just want people to know like the impacts of what, what pornography addiction can do. Right. Or when you're given anything that takes you away from your spouse and causes a separation and division is wrong. Right. And whether it's you, your husband listening to family members that are now poisoning your relationship and coming and causing a good thing to be ruined or whether they're given to addictions, like I'm mentioning today, talking about the pornography use. The point is, or drug addictions or whatever, food addictions or what, any type of addiction that ruins a relationship and comes between it is wrong. So with that being said, um, like I said, I also had another client once too. Um, he was complaining. He was complaining about his wife not wanting to have sex with him. <clears throat> But come to find out that he was making it a point to go and give himself to lots of images and things like that online. And then come to find out when I asked him, like, how he treats her or whatever, or does he compare her? Um, he ended up admitting that, yes, he was doing that. And so as a result, obviously, his wife is not going to want to have sex with him. Because if you're not even valuing your wife and you're just like you're busy trying to make her do what these people are doing, these images, trying to compare her, making her feel less than. Uh, I'm sorry, but, but you know, it takes, you know, when you have sex with somebody, it takes a certain level of feeling accepted and fully accepted because you're bearing, you're bearing your soul in essence, right? So it needs to be somewhere where you feel safe and protected. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, I also had another young man, another client and this guy, I like, we were talking about the impotence. He developed an impotence where he had to basically cut out all, he had to cut out all pornography. And that's what it comes down to for some guys. And I think that that's like a really tough and hard reality, but there's nothing wrong with cutting off something that is allergic, right? That you're allergic to something that you're allergic to. It's no different than my baby girl. She's got food allergies, right? She can't consume um, she can consume small amounts of dairy, but she can't consume large amounts of dairy and she cannot consume nuts, right? She can consume it like, like little trace elements in things, but she cannot consume like large amounts or anything like that. Right. Okay. 
She knows what she can't have. And so guess what? She has to abstain from it. On the off chance she does do it, she has a reaction. So it's no different than if you have like a, a pornography addiction and you you know that you have an issue that you're given to it and you can't seem to control it. It's called cut that offending thing out. It's just, it is what it is and it will have to be what it will have to be if you can't control yourself, right? Like it's not a big deal to acknowledge that you've got an addiction, to acknowledge that you have an allergy to something. Um, and allergies, you know, it's the funny thing about allergies. Sometimes, oftentimes where people find out they have a food allergy, they are highly addicted to that item. Like say if a person is like addicted to gluten, you might find that they, before they got their diagnosis, they were eating excessive amounts of gluten um, only to find out their body, was, that was really their body's way of like trying to reject it, but they just kept doing it anyways. And it was really killing and hurting their body and their internal, you know, um, the, hurt, causing lots of inflammation, right? So it's like something that feels good in the moment, but is actually pure poison. That's what I like in... Um, addiction to pornography is like for the person doing it in the moment it's so stimulating it feels so good you feel like you're doing something naughty you know you're you're really on another high right but then once you come down off that high what residual impact is left what type of harm what type of you know damage you really got to ask yourself what is left what is left what is left? What is left? So it's like one of those things like um, you have to make a conscious effort if you know you have an issue to do better. If you have, if you're with a person that is in the throes of this addiction, if they're not willing to work on it, you may have to consider getting out of it. I mean, that's kind of what, in essence, kind of what happened to me. Um, I, I, my ex created a sexless marriage, right? And I asked them, I finally came to the conclusion of asking him the powerful question, do you ever intend on having sex again, right? After getting, after asking God the month before in sadness, like, gosh, if I'm supposed to be in this marriage, please give me the heart to stay. Or, you know, just please like, um, if I'm supposed to get out, give me the strength to go through with it. Because, you know, I, I like divorce is something I take very serious. I would never want to get a divorce. And I, and I'm more than willing to work with people through their issues. But the point is, is you can't work with people or a person that doesn't want to be worked with. Okay. But that's what I've come. That's what I had to learn. But the point is, is that, um, and then I asked the other question, like, Orton, just please, you know, when the time comes, bring me somebody that is good for me. If that, if this is not going to be a situation that is going to work out, right? So anyways, after praying that prayer, I got the inspiration to ask if he ever intended on having sex again. And long story short, um, he told me straight up that this is just who he was. I said, are you sure you don't want to get help? Are you sure you don't want to do anything about it? He's like, no, this is just who I am. So he had already accepted the idea that he wasn't going to be willing to give or pour into this marriage anymore in the regards of intimacy, um, which was devastating for me because all this time I had been waiting, I had been waiting for about five years um, hoping, holding out hope, but you know, he was deployed a lot of the time too, cause military. Right. So, um, but the point is, is like, I'd been holding out hope that maybe like things would change and get better. Um, but all along, this is what he was harboring within, like that he had no intention of changing and God gave me the inspiration to ask that question. And I got the clarity that I needed. So like, if you're in a situation like mine, like then you'd have to make an executive decision to leave. Now, most people's situations are not as extreme as mine. But the point is, is 
all the the impact of a person being given to these addictions is the same. It creates a sexless marriage. It creates a marriage of lack. It creates a spirit of disharmony. It creates a sadness within the relationship. It can create depression on both ends. It can create um, health issues and it can create um, turmoil and things like that within the direct family, like the kiddos. And it could just create so much havoc and chaos. You wouldn't think like addictions can be that impactful, but they most certainly are. And so that's the reason why I'm speaking out about this today. Like my story, um, you know, most people probably wouldn't even want to share it because they'd be like, oh, this is too embarrassing or, oh, people are going to judge or, oh, you know, the, the various things that people can do. But I tell this story with the attitude, if I can help even a few people, that this is a winning thing. If you... If this story has helped you and you feel like now you're not alone, do share with others because you don't know who it could help. There are so many people who are impacted by this in this situation and they feel like they're the only ones. You're, you're not alone. You're not alone. So anyways, just know there is help. There is support. Um, if you have been impacted or you know somebody that has Direct them to our or um, our Facebook page, our path and mine, um, and it, we give we have all sorts of resources there, and then of course um, we have our Instagram as well. But I I would just stick just go to the our path and mine first um, on Facebook, and you can see some videos and things like that. We we genuinely try to help people with their relationships because. We believe that marriages are meant to be, you know, enjoyed and not endured, meaning that we should create a blessed and happy situation and that everyone involved should feel satisfied and joyful in this union. Things are not always going to be perfect, but we just, as long as you have two parties that are willing to work on things, you will have, you'll be able to weather any storm and be able to create the life the most blessed life that you deserve to live while you are here on earth with the person that God intended for you. Anyways, guys, I'm going to leave it at here. I get a little emotional, you know, thinking and speaking about this stuff. But like I said, my intention is just to help others. So anyways, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Until next time, have a wonderful, happy, and blessed day. And remember, you are not alone. Alrighty, guys. Bye for now.